welcome to this special Mother's Day episode of the Campfire yeah. Podcast. Episode eight. Thank you for all the love and appreciation we've been getting. Truly, honestly, it's been great just to see everyone, you know, actually watching and listening. The views going up. Views going up is good things. Uh, to my left, I have my mother. Hi, I'm Nicole. And to my right, I have my mother. Hello, everyone. I'm Rashida. Yeah, we got some moms <laughs> on the podcast. Yes. Thanks I'll for inviting us. Of course, <laughs> of course, of course. Honestly, thanks for taking time out your schedules to be here. Yeah, it's good to support. It means mm-hmm. a lot. It's good to support. On a day where you guys should technically be relaxing. Yeah. <laughs> your sons once again. <laughs> always, always a mom. Yeah, it never stops. <laughs> okay, and now we're going to do the segment. The would you rather? Is you going to start? You got that. Got it. Right. So the first one. Would you relive your favorite moment, but then forget it forever as soon as it happens, or just continue with life as normal? Your favorite moment of your whole life. Hmm. Very interesting question. I'm gonna go first, okay. mainly because I have not been living for that long. So I would say relive my favorite moment, and then probably forget it because you know i'm only 18 so i'm hoping i have better moments <laughs> coming forward so if i relive my favorite moment now i feel as though i would have a great time but then if i forget i forget it and it i think it's, it is what it is for me i think i would do the opposite because i think what comes into like consideration of your like favorite moment is the memory of it i think after before it happens or like as it's happening you don't really know it's going to be your favorite moment but it's after that happened and you kind of think about it then it kind of it's just in your brain you just like wow that was that was pretty nice <laughs> so then if i didn't like remember it it wouldn't really be my favorite moment but then even but then when you do remember it and you like you said it's your favorite moment have you if you think of your favorite moment now you're there just like oh i wish i could do that again yeah like, one more time but like for me sometimes like even though i want to relive that it may not have the same effect as it had when i was already living it if that makes sense Uh, so like the first impression yeah it just might just be like a really i don't know maybe like a really good time but maybe not as built up as it is in my mind because like over time i think that just in general we kind of sometimes over exaggerate things yeah, I mean, in the memory of it, different events, differently. Like, yeah, how again, like how we met, and you still don't think you didn't say you said something. I, that was like six years ago. I, I just <laughs> you didn't say a word. I hope you realize this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't remember. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. Christian makes a very compelling point. I do. Very insightful. Mm-hmm. Um, I do get the the idea, as you said, because you're young. Um. When I think back on my moments that I might think are my favorite moments, they're actually your favorite moments because you put them in comparison to other things that have happened since. True. Right? Mm -hmm. It's always about what happens after it Mm -hmm. that puts it in perspective of that was your favorite moment. And I do think that if you try to live it again, it's not going to... It's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like trying to do something again like even cooking or baking you know you you cook one way and it comes out like oh this is the best way i've ever Mm -hmm. made whatever Mm -hmm. and you're like i'm gonna make this again and you go to make it again and it doesn't quite 
come out exactly the same and it never tastes as good as that first time that you, you did, did it. it yeah you know mm-hmm. and so i kind of think it's my favorite moment because it would be your favorite moment because it ranks among especially you know we're old, i'm older so it ranks among i'm gonna speak for myself right <laughs> I, it ranks among other things so then it yeah. becomes a ranking of where that falls in experiences mm-hmm. okay but now playing devil's advocate and sort of the uh analogy you use with the cooking when i tried out a different cooking meal for the first time it may not have came out as good right but it tasted good or it came out better than i expected but it may not have been the best the only reason why i didn't the only reason why i knew it wasn't the best was because then i made it again and that second time it tasted better so now the same thing could happen with your favorite moment as in you think it's your favorite moment one way but then you relive it and it ends up being way better than you expected thus like solidifying your favorite true. moment so kind of like you get to relive your favorite moment but you get also get to do a do-over yes. right do a, do it a little different exactly yeah Maybe i didn't think about that if i'm doing yeah. It differently then I'll... yeah but i thought you wouldn't remember it yeah so afterwards you wouldn't remember it. you forget about it you'll yeah, forget you'll forget about it that's so then the would you really learn from it if you forgot no because no, you but, won't remember but that moment <laughs> but that momentary feeling of just a bunch of positive energy yeah uh, i mean you don't really have to necessarily learn well it depends what your favorite moment is like if your favorite moment is just like hanging out with your family then it might not be like a lesson learned just an experience and you just you get remember. to experience a different way yeah which will be good I mean, you, you can learn, like, a lesson from your favorite moment, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. That just depends what it is. Like you said, it does depend on your favorite moment. Because your favorite moment could be a trip or it could be a lesson, you, like, you learn in life. So. Yeah, I would do, I would relive my favorite moment just so I can do it differently. You know, have mm-hmm. a different experience. Different experience, better experience. Yeah. Hey, okay. uh, the second question. Would you rather stay forever young and learn... Uh, and learn any more lessons so as basically just stay at the same mental capacity you're at uh, currently mm-hmm. but you're in a younger age um or continue to age but and you know you also continue to learn i think to continue to age and learn the lessons because as you're learning lessons you get to do things better you get to live your life better because you're not making the same mistakes. If you stay young, I think that you will continue to make the same mistakes and you may continue to have the same challenges or obstacles. But as you're aging, you're learning to do things in a different way. And I think you can enjoy life better that way, at least. That's, how, that's my take on it. That's my take And too. that's what I've, I've learned, you know, um, from what I've done in the past when I was younger till now I'm enjoying my life much better because of the lessons that I've learned so yeah no I honestly I agree it's just that like the main thing that's scary about aging is the physical aspect I I don't like pain and it appears (laughs) as though the older you get the more (laughs) things just randomly start to hurt that's true that is true (laughs) and I don't want to do with that so I feel like the way to like rebuttal that is to probably be healthier right now so that it doesn't happen <laughs> later but still it's scary but I, I still pick you know age and continue to learn for the same reasons that you said mm-hmm. you know so you you grow you develop as mm-hmm. a person as a human being so you have a better experience constantly and you just don't stay <clears throat> on the same 
the same level, yeah. Wait, so was it saying staying young forever? Yeah, so yeah. as in you would stay 18, but you're So do you like mean like staying 18 for like like a human lifespan or like for forever, forever? Oh, no, for a human lifespan. Oh. As in for about 80 years, you are still 18. Oh, yeah, I'll definitely pick the other one then. Because staying 18 for like 70, 80 years, you're going to get tired of it eventually. Mentally yeah. speaking. Um, so I would say the benefit of what do they say? What's the saying? The benefit of there's something to the benefit of youth, or the benefit of youth is energy or something like that. They mm-hmm. say there's some saying about the benefit of youth. Mm-hmm. And that's the benefit of youth. Is 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 true. It's the energy. You have the energy. Yeah. So when you're older, your mind wants to do a lot of things. You don't feel older in your mind, to mm-hmm. be honest. I, right. I've I've felt like at the age that I'm at now, I don't feel the age I am. My body feels the age I am. Right. My right, body yeah. is like, girl, you can't do that yeah. anymore. You need to stop. Go sit down somewhere. <laughs> so my body tells me that I'm older, but mm-hmm. my mind doesn't. In my mind, I'm still able to do X, Y, and Z, but with the benefit of experience. I mm-hmm. think yeah. I wouldn't want to go back to be younger without having the benefit of experiences that have allowed me to learn things about myself and about others Mm -hmm. and stuff so i would rather continue and grow and gain the knowledge um as opposed to having the benefit of youth physically Mm -hmm. but not having the benefit of the knowledge that age brings it's funny when you get a certain age it's like like kind of like you said miles you just your body tells you like okay, you're not 18, you're not 25, you're this age and, you know, you can't do everything the same way. Everything the same way, yeah. But but then the knowledge of who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. So I don't want that. I just, That's going to be tough. Exactly. I'm, I'm very happy with my ability to, you know, do something and do it physically well. Do it well, yeah. I'm very, I don't want to go and attempt to do something and have my, like, arm hurt the next day like oh why is it hurting because yeah because of what you did the day before exactly. yeah like it didn't hurt like this well, before I that, that that at least that at least i mean you have that now i mean if you go and do something now if you went and worked out now and your arm hurts you're like oh i worked out yeah. the problem is not that you did something the problem is i didn't do anything and it's hurting Exactly. True. Yeah, I woke true. up and went, oh, wait, my back is out. Why yeah. is my back out? I just yawned or sneezed or yeah. did something mundane that I do mm-hmm. all well, the, the story, time. Just stay active now and then you yeah. only have that problem. Yeah. Be healthy, be healthy. Yeah. yeah, stay active. Stay active. Mm-hmm. The benefit is to stay active. And while, yes, you still will have those aches and pains, try and stay as active as possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't want to walk up the stairs and have to, like, take a second. Exactly. That's so scary. <laughs> Me too, me too, me too. You hear the the bones, bones cracking. cracking. I'm like, oh, you go up and like, what's that click click sound? Oh, that's my knees. Yes. Oh, okay. Make sure you stretch. Make sure you stretch. Yeah. Go outside. Please go outside. Yeah. Just move around. Yeah, kids in our generation, they just stay inside now. So. Roll in the grass. I heard it's nice. Roll in the grass. <laughs> Unless you have allergies, don't do that. Yeah. Those knock me out. Anyway, the last would you rather question. So, okay, so would you rather live in an area or like in a school where everyone is like you in terms of your sex, height, your race? exactly like you not in terms of personality of course but you know 
that sense, or live in an area or a school where everyone is different from you in terms of their sex, race, uh, height, all that. Which one are you choosing? That's a really good question. Honestly, I have to take a second because I've been in uh, similar situations and I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't have an answer, but I'll just say what I'm thinking. So on one hand, you could be around everyone who's exactly like you, but then you won't get the same type of perspective from someone who's not like you. So then you're you're kind of like a little closed-minded to everyone else that might be more diverse than you are or just different from you are. And then on the other hand, you could be around people who are different from you, but because of that, you won't be around people who are kind of like, like you. Yeah, exactly. You wouldn't know your when you're surrounded by people who are like you you sort of get that support that help and that knowledge because they like you exactly yeah. mm-hmm. you, and because there are different people you get some history and you get different perspectives but it's still similar because they have that connection mm-hmm. kind of whereas if you do go to an area where you're one of the only people of your of your kind and you're surrounded by people of different cultures yes it exposes you to different perspectives but you also have that feeling of loneliness kind of because you have nobody to relate to yeah yeah no one that you can connect with this is a hard question that is a hard hard question question. but i think with with life i think that that's what makes it interesting having people that are different from you so you can learn different things and um yeah just learn different things about you know yeah i mean people i don't know with my experience it's been because for most of my life from elementary school to high school I was surrounded by kids that looked exactly like me mm-hmm. you know they were either Hispanic or African American mm-hmm. and I was very comfortable with that fact I was able to say certain things that they would immediately understand yeah. but then going into high school I am one of the few kids that you know are African American and are tall there's about five of the African American kids in my school everyone else is you know uh, either Asian Indian white Hispanic different races and it's cool to like Christian said like you said to hear those different perspectives but then you also have those moments of can I say something and someone relate yeah please and in terms of like culture yeah I think it's harder when you're younger to be around like um have a lot of diversity in a way with like with going to school I think for me I think um I wanted my kids to be um in a school where it was other students that looked like them, I felt it was easier for them to to deal with maybe, um, because I know others who have their children went to schools where it was predominantly other races, and they had a hard time. Um, I just felt like my kids being around um, other students like them, they can connect and um, I, I guess like connect better in a way. It's kind of interesting. Um... So I'll take it from the perspective of same with schools. Mm-hmm. So um, both of my kids went to a school where predominantly minorities, mm-hmm. right? Of whatever stripe, but predominantly minorities. Um, then my daughter went to a school that was mixed, but still predominantly between um, between Indian and white. Mm-hmm. And then he went to a school that was still predominantly minorities. Then you know they got into the situation where they were they were one of the few amongst Mm -hmm. and we took a trip to a university and it was uh hbcu Mm -hmm. and 
there were two feelings. Mm-hmm. One feeling when you walked in was this: your back straightened, mm-hmm. and and it, and it, and it, and you felt, you know, it was like like a breath of fresh air. Yeah. You felt like you were breathing in. You felt alive. You felt you felt at home. Mm-hmm. You felt you felt comfortable. You felt warm. But then after being there for the day, the conversation switched to, but do I want to be in that situation 24 hours a day, seven days a week, Mm -hmm. knowing that the rest of the time when you get out of this situation, it's it's not like that that. way. Mm -hmm. Are you really prepared for what is going forward? Mm Um, and so it's a hard question because yeah. it's a question parents ask of themselves yeah. all the time when they're thinking about education for their kids. It's mm-hmm. like, do I want them in this situation where they have to forge ahead or do I want them in the situation where they're comfortable? And I think it stems from society mm-hmm. being that. If we were in a truly equitable society, I would say you want difference where you're Mm -hmm. the only one Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, humanity is humanity is humanity. We all love, we all hate, or not hate, but dislike intensely Mm -hmm. because hate is not a good word, right? (laughs) Hate is not a good word. So we all love, we all dislike intensely. We all, we all have moments of sadness, moments Mm -hmm. of elation of happiness moments of annoyance frustration anxiety like that is a human condition that has nothing to do with with a a color a sex a size that is a human thing Mm -hmm. and if we were truly in an equitable society you can live anywhere amongst anyone because we all share the same humanity right right Mm -hmm. when you layer in society that is where now you have to ask yourself Mm -hmm. Mm. what do I want more of I think I chose for my kids to be around people that look like them out of fear I wanted to protect them from you know people saying racial you know slurs to them or they may feel isolated or picked on because of their race I you know I didn't want them to feel like that but for myself I went to predominantly african-american school but then when i chose to go to college i wanted to be i wanted diversity mm-hmm. and because i felt like in the working world that's what i'm going to be Facebook, around right. so for christian leaving high school to go to college i want the same thing i want diversity for him so he can learn how to interact with other races and you know right. be able to handle himself so, learn different things i don't want him to feel sheltered you know, I try to shelter yeah, him that, <laughs> in yeah. a way. Yeah. No, honestly, that's definitely the main thing because, like I said, with both experiences from my middle school and my high school, I end with going to an HBCU and then going to a more PWI or more diverse mm-hmm. school. I am much more comfortable in terms of my middle school being surrounded by okay. fellow yeah. kids and students who look like me because, like I said, I could have said something or just relate to them automatically right. i don't know if it's there's a interesting way to describe it because when you see someone that looks like you you can sort of there's a certain automatic connection mm-hmm. that happens and it's more comforting than when i went to 
Botech and I look around an auditorium full of everyone is different. different. There's yeah. no one that looks like me, and then I see one standout person that yeah. happens to be uh, black, and I'm mm-hmm. just there like, well. But do you think that is because? I mean, yes, it is a definite, oh, they look like me. Because representation is important, right? Mm-hmm. But do you think that's because in the back of your mind, we have already done the idea of I am the minority in the situation. And we've placed on ourselves mm. the idea I think that so. I am the minority. Yep. And so I have to be a certain way yeah. and I have to look a certain way and yeah. act a to, certain way. You say mm-hmm. survival, you have to fit in. At least right. that's yep. code switch. Yeah, but, exactly. but, but right, you have to code switch, but you've already placed on yourself this idea that they're not like me. Yep. Because of yeah. that idea. Mm-hmm. Because of what society has already said. You know, well, you know, I you know, all those layers, all those layers, mm-hmm. right? That society has placed on 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 people of color right that whole idea that when you walk in a room Mm -hmm. there has to be a do you think we do that to ourselves or is that something that i mean i know there's a level of it that is 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 a survival technique right but like you know how you said you felt more comfortable because they look like you like ah Mm -hmm. but you could find another person who's got different skin different religion different whatever but they're a lot like you they love yeah. the same music yeah. they love the oh, yeah. you know that's, that's actually what i was thinking but too. you don't know it until you get to know until the you person. get to know the yeah. person right so do you think like we go in like you go into it going none of these people here are like me yeah i, th- I, think, I think we so. i think we do i think it probably started more off just as like a survival thing but then i think it just got like too ingrained in us to the point where if we see someone who's too different from us then we automatically assume that like we're too different for us to relate to then like what you said even though this person might be the opposite race or gender or sex or whatever their experiences and how they think or like whatever they like could be what's be like what's what we got in common basically Mm -hmm. so then we probably just need to go less off appearance and more just off of character yeah i mean it's definitely like i said it's definitely the the initial appearance when you see it's like that initial connection Mm -hmm. but then once you look past that you can you know talk to someone that looks like you and you have nothing Nothing in common common. right Mm -hmm. and but then you talk to someone that look that's not exactly like you and you have everything in common you guys relate completely and it becomes more of a situation not in terms of what you look like but in terms of where you grew up Mm -hmm. because that that was my whole sort of thing culturally when i went into my high school because i would talk it was like I said, it was that initial um, observation that sort of made you ah relax a bit more or either tense up and automatically fix yourself a bit more. So yeah. it was that mm-hmm. initial. But once you get past that automatic switch, because like you said, I think it is ingrained within our being, mm-hmm. I guess, to automatically switch like that. And once so you, like we're the minority versus yeah, the yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then yeah. once you get past that, you sort of you when you get to know someone, it it begins to you begin to change and yeah and then it becomes less of a situation of not what they look like but where do they come from Mm -hmm. where did they grow up what was their experience like Mm -hmm. what what trials and tribulations did they grow um go through to sort of cause them to be that way i feel it and i i don't know i think in that sort of would you rather question i think the better answer is to pick a more diverse yeah like setting that'll be the best one because then that Mm -hmm. can allow you if you can persevere through the loneliness and the sometimes 
awkward feeling of being the only one and you can persevere, you would come out stronger mm-hmm. and better in that situation than if you were to just stay comfortable because then you might not be able to grow. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Comfort is what you need too. I don't know. I kind of straddle both lines, which is kind of weird. I kind of straddle yeah. the the. I I think maybe maybe thinking about it, you need it in, in certain doses. So you need, or like you said, and different time periods. Like you yeah, said, yeah. coming up younger, mm-hmm. right? Like you said, for you, if you weren't a Christian, he was surrounded yeah. by people, all, you know, all everybody that looked like him and it gave him that confidence. So mm-hmm. now that he's going to go out into this next leg of the world, mm-hmm. you want it to be diverse because yeah. now now you're getting prepared for what the world, the, the working wor- world, the yeah. working world has mm-hmm. for you. And I think that that I think maybe that's what we need, like that little bit of. So if if you're surrounded with comfort at home, but then when you get out to school, was, or, yeah, that, that you know what I mean. Yeah. Especially mm-hmm. with the especially with the area, because I remember I was talking to one of my friends at Photovoltaic, and he was talking about how he had his first black teacher in high school. Okay. And I was baffled by that idea because for a majority of me growing up, my teachers have all been either hispanic or black mm-hmm. right except for except for one i think she was i think she was like one of the only teachers i had where i was white but i didn't really see her as white because i didn't really know what that concept was until yeah more middle school high school yeah you concept. don't think about that when you're younger yeah. yeah and then i had my first male black teacher as mr fort i think that was that's for me he was, he was he, he was my first one too i th- do i have another one I don't think I had another one, actually. Except, like, Mr. Williams, if you want to count him as a... As a... But that was later. Yeah. Cause when we, I'm about to, cause in elementary school, a majority of my teachers were all women. Yeah, same. And then high school... Not high school, sorry. Middle school, uh, they were still majority women, but then it was, like, one or two male teachers. And Mr. Ford was the first, like, you know, black male teacher that I had. And he taught us so much about history and our community in general. So, which is important yeah because a lot of times um you're not taught that you know you're taught the textbook version. yeah the textbook version that's and that's what i like about did. hbcus oh. also because they'll teach you more about your 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 your, 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 heritage. your heritage yeah which is funny that's, I, that's I, one thing mr ford did not do was teach like the textbook way okay no, yeah that's not. good did that's not. good well i i didn't go to an hbcu but i remember taking those classes me too i did too yeah i Mm -hmm. purposely sought them out Mm -hmm. like i made sure when they offered them Mm -hmm. i went to i went to a city school right Mm -hmm. and but when they offered those classes sign me up first one signing up Mm -hmm. you know and so you know i get there's opportunity to to do it it should be taught you know but i guess i guess the the you know to have a, a the best of both worlds and maybe at some point maybe at some point in the future, our society will be enough that we can just be people. Mm-hmm. Maybe when the aliens come, then uh, yeah, then we can they'll, be they'll, they'll, they'll be the <laughs> others. <laughs> they'll be the others, and we'll all have to band together. Yeah. And there you go. That's true. Oh, that's oh, see, that's oh. a whole nother topic. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a whole nother would you yes. rather? All <laughs> other would you rather? That was good. That was a good conversation. We're coming close to thirty minutes here. Yeah, we got about minutes. So, is there anything you guys like closing statements? Interesting to everybody tell want to say before we get into the meat and potatoes of the next segment. Um, 
I just think there's parents that we have to teach our kids, you know, different aspects like um, our history. I think we're responsible for that. We can't let like the teachers in school, we can't rely on them to do it because it may not happen. That may not be in the curriculum. So, you know, I just try to expose my kids to different things and teach them different things that they may not learn um, in an educational setting. Yeah. And as an education, as an educator, we don't have the time sometimes to get to all the to things everything, yeah. that you really want to get to. Mm-hmm. And so I think, I think part of the, part of it is everyone needs to learn something about somebody else. I agree. Everyone needs mm-hmm. to learn something about someone else and honor that and honor the fact that that the difference in it and mm-hmm. then find the similarities because, mm-hmm. um, at the end of the day, we are I deep down I do believe at the end of the day we are all human and mm-hmm. I always say he always hears me say there but for the grace of God go I mm-hmm. there but for the grace of God go I what somebody else is going through you know could be you in any given day mm-hmm. so you know always respect what that person is going through always mm-hmm. honor what that person has what that person is going through because it could be you at any point mm-hmm. in time. I agree alright okay. Yeah, good. That was a good conversation. Mm-hmm. Look at that. <laughs> natural podcast memory. For real. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so we're coming up on our break. So, you know, we'll catch y'all later. Think about what we said. Yes. Have a, honestly, have a conversation with your parents about this too, you know. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And goodbye. <laughs> second part yes yes we're gonna talk about high schools now or or what not no two generations of high school yeah just yeah two two generations so what's the not sort of the difference how this what was it like for you just being in high school yeah when when you were in high school trials Um, and tribulations things like that different things not having to learn everything online no phones no yeah when i was in high school there was no cell phones no internet can i say when i graduated yeah okay so i graduated in 95 and um it was just uh (laughs) that sounds so far away (laughs) yeah my face i graduated college Well, it's not a big difference, you know? <laughs> it's not a big difference. Yeah. With my second degree. Oh, with your second degree. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Christian was like, oh. Oh, oh for real. Oh, you that old, huh? I didn't say all that. But I'm pretty sure when we were both in high school, there were no, that technology was not there. We weren't using computers. Beepers were, beepers were the thing. Yeah, beepers. beepers. were the thing. And then mm-hmm. you didn't have beepers because... What were beepers? I was about to say, what, what is that? Oh, know? beepers, you just call somebody and then it beeps and then you go to a pay, pay phone, phone on the street and you call them back. Right. It is that beep, just it, like a pager? Yeah. Yeah, like oh, a pager. Okay. Like a pager, mm-hmm. yeah. And then... You know, my parents didn't want to get me a beeper because that's what drug dealers have. Yeah, so, yeah. Right? yeah. We, I couldn't yeah. have a beeper. You're not a, that and doctors. Doctors yeah. and drug dealers. Exactly. You're not a doctor, you're, you're not, not a drug dealer. Beeper. So you're not getting one. And <laughs> then. Yeah. But high school, um, it was okay. I mean, in my high school, it was predominantly Spanish and Black. And um, there was a lot of teenage pregnancy in high school. <laughs> so, <laughs> so kind of is. Yeah, still, it still is. Okay. So. I mean, not really... 
I came with a degree before well, mine, and that's not the case really. Yeah, a lot of high schools that's not the norm, but yeah, it was that was the norm, and um, you know, the the moms will come to school with their kids, and it was just accepted. You know, it wasn't like um, a shame. We never tried to like make someone feel ashamed that they were a mom. We just, you know, just were high school kids, and we just tried to have fun, and we had sports, and um, what else? Um, peer pressure. Um, it wasn't too much drinking or smoking. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know about for your school, but I can guarantee for my school, there's not not necessarily smoking, but there's a lot of drinking, especially during that whole vape craze and like freshman. Yeah. So we didn't. Yeah, we didn't have that. I guess like smoking marijuana, smoking cigarettes, um, cigarettes, drinking outside of school, parties, a lot of parties, stuff like that. Just typical without the technology. Yeah. Yeah, So some of the things are still the same. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I graduated in 87. (laughs) Uh So oldest person sitting at this table. Great to know. Um, (laughs) So back when the dinosaurs roamed the earth, then I was We, it's kind of the same thing. We didn't have... So, I grew up in New York. So, we had an actual high school that when girls got uh, pregnant, they would go to some, not all. Because mm-hmm. some still stayed in school and they had people at home to take care of mm-hmm. their kids. But they went to a specific school that was for teen mothers. Okay. Um, and like I said, only some, not all. My school was diverse in the sense that... Um, they, it wasn't busing, but it was like trying to become diverse. So the school was in a section of Brooklyn that was at the time predominantly Italian Mm -hmm. and they brought in kids from, um, East Flatbush and Canarsie area and they brought them all Mm -hmm. together to try and create more of a diverse population. So I went to school with white, Hispanic, black all like that but the okay. angst were the same mm-hmm. it's the same angst you had mm-hmm. the you know boyfriend girlfriend things girlfriend boyfriend yeah. you know things the the whole you know he said she said yeah, I said you said I told you you told me mm-hmm. they told us they, we didn't have what because we didn't have we didn't have we didn't have cell phones and we didn't have um, what is it? Uh, Instagram or social media? Social media. No, no yeah, social we didn't media. have that. So what happens is, I I told you, you said Baba was in person, mm-hmm. right? Or you might have called somebody on a landline. Mm-hmm. A landline. A landline. <laughs> That's <laughs> a la- so that fun. means where the the cords run from outside on that pole into yeah, your house, and yeah. it was like hooked up to your wall, mm-hmm. right? Um, they were called. Yeah, we do mm-hmm. too. We mm-hmm. Yeah, we have a household. Yeah, right. household. Yeah. People don't have a household. A lot. A lot of people. It's actually kind of scary. Like I, the same neighbors that came in the last uh, episode, we were in the house phone rang. They're like, "Oh, you guys have a house phone?" And, we, and I was like, "You don't." <laughs> I was like, "Do you not have?" It? So I was because on different documents they asked home phone. What do you put there? Yeah. You put your cell phone? Yeah, most times it's most either time blank. It's just blank. Yeah, yeah, it's just blank and just blank. you have your cell phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if you just put down your cell phone, you kind of always have your cell phone, so it's more available. Mm-hmm. Like, you may not be home. so. But even in that, that's what I mean. Even in the more available. But then 
then you didn't hear those things. That's what I'm saying. Even yeah. all those gossip and stuff. All those spam calls that you get on your yeah. cell phone. But then if you have a home phone, they would transfer it to your home phone and you give them your home phone. Right, but yeah. we didn't have the... But that's the thing. If you had the those those calls, those, you know, did you hear him saying whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. We didn't have that on your phone all the time where it beeped every time somebody said something. Yeah. And you can look and see someone said something. You had to wait till the end of the day yeah. when you got home. If your parents weren't on the phone. Because mm-hmm. if your parents were on the phone, they get a busy signal. Yeah. Girl, I've been trying to call you for two hours to let you know who said exactly. what about who. <laughs> and by that time, it's all over mm-hmm. and done with, right? They're laughing because that's what, that's it, what was. it was. That was our life. That was our life. Yeah. Was our life. Mm-hmm. You know, it's more indirect. I don't know, again, it depends on the experience with uh, your friends, but I know some of my friends, um, when they were talking to me about the trauma in their lives, and they were like, I don't know if this instagram story is directed to me but they're sort of thinking it is they're thinking like, it's directed it's to them i'm just yeah. telling you they would either repost or retweet a, a statement a broad statement that could be applied to anyone mm. and that person's like i wonder if they're talking about me i'm gonna dm them and see if they're because yes. i know we got into something before and i just want to blah, blah and i'm like why are you there's no yeah. need it's making it's making things a little worse because then you don't have to see the person first, like face to face, like physically, yeah. ever, like so it's at all. Like bullying, because you don't have to see the person face to face. You're behind a screen, and then you can say whatever You're you want behind the screen. Yeah, yeah. a lot of people are bullied. A lot of people are bullied. So yeah. often, and then the you consequence is the consequence. Literally, the next day, the next week, but oh, you had all that to say on the phone. What's up now? And then you have random fights in the day mm-hmm. in person because of a conversation that happened twelve o'clock at night. Yeah. Yeah. See, we didn't have that. Like, yeah. We didn't. We didn't. Like I remember when call waiting became a big thing. We were so excited with call. Oh, I hear that beep. Yeah. We were so excited. Hold on. You click over and you speak to somebody else. Like that was a big thing. And I was in college <laughs> when call waiting came out. So when call waiting came out, I remember my friend calling me and she's like, "Girl, you don't have call waiting yet. I called you several times." And I said, "I do have call waiting. You call." It's busy. You wait. Call back. <laughs> that is call. That is the true call. Wait. I don't think you're. That's because you guys want instant. Right. You know, exactly. you want instant, yeah. and it wasn't like. I think that. that's a problem, though. I think. Like I think we get to a point where everything becomes so easier to do, just in like general. Yeah. That like, what's a good example? Like, say you're trying to um like date someone. There's like dating apps and different social media. So if you you're don't in a, date nowadays no, because you, you guys yeah. are on those don't apps. Date. I'm so sorry, like I'm you, to come in there so you're like in a relationship with someone and it's not going well, and then you don't really want to like try to fix it. So you just like cut it off and go to the next person. Just keep doing that over keep and over and over and over again. And sort of like you said, we don't really date, but it's more we call it the talking stage where you uh, somewhat go through uh, the different social media checkpoints. So they get... don't do courting, you know? Yeah, the they don't do courting that. experience. Yeah. You get to take someone out and you get to talk that's, to them. That's when you are a, like an actual item and you have a label. That's um, when you start to actually go on dates. Well, dating but we are... now you just get someone Snapchat or Instagram trying to text no. them a few times, meet up a few times. And... We had like, are you coming to the game? Yeah, I'm coming to exactly. the game. Exactly. All right, I'll be at the game. You talk at the game. Mm-hmm. Then you go to get, at the game. go to Burger King or mm-hmm. walk to wherever because now you also, I'm a city girl. I'm not from the suburbs. So you had to walk or yeah. take the bus take the or bus, take the yeah. train mm-hmm. to, to, right, to get to wherever. So yeah. it was kind of like, you know, I'll, 
I'll take the bus with you home. So they'll take the bus and go up one way and get yeah. off and go back on the other side and go back to wherever, mm-hmm. you know, it was, it's, it was and you see them in school. School, right, right, right. <laughs> you know? And it wasn't like, you know, I don't know. I grew up in a, my father was very, uh, strict to Mine say the too. least Mine too. and so <laughs> you know boys could not call no no calling and you better not show up at the house no you and you couldn't not. call after 10 o'clock no no calls not. after 10 o'clock Mm-mm. no calls <laughs> i no. I, I was standing right next to the phone the phone when you know people would call me at like 10 30 and like can i speak to nicole and she doesn't live here <laughs> 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 What? <laughs> you know? Yeah, it was the different. Yeah, you would a, get in trouble. Yeah, you yeah. get in trouble. It mm-hmm. was a different. Different era. Different era. And so a now, different time. Knowing mm-hmm. the difference between the high school you went to and the high school and the experience that we go through, would you want to be in high school now? Or would you or want before? With my same experience? With, no, uh, with my in, knowledge? No, as in you're going like you're. No. You are now our age and going no. through high school. I would oh. rather before, yeah. like when I was yeah. in school. Yeah, like yeah. when we were in school, I think it I was better. Oh, it was a better experience. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be in school with you. If I, I would be in school, if I could keep my knowledge that I have now at mm-hmm. my age and be in school with you. Oh, yeah, because I'd be a road scholar. Me too. Me too. Because <laughs> you guys. Yeah. yeah. You I think guys, that you guys miss out on a yeah. lot because everything is technology-based and... You missing, you're missing yeah. out. You, you're missing out of the whole experience of interaction, social interaction. Yeah. But then true at the same time, mm-hmm. it, the, that sort of lack of true social interaction saved us throughout quarantine and this whole pandemic that came up yeah. because of FaceTime, Zoom calling, what? different yeah. online games that you can play. But I'm going to say this. I, I saw something on TikTok. Yes, America, TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Old people are on TikTok too. And- <laughs> <laughs> I am, and it's horrible. I'm not on TikTok yet. Oh, don't do it. It's addictive. It is. It's horrible. And I and I even said to them, I could see why you guys end up getting addicted. Mm -hmm. It's easy because you're like, it's 60 seconds of you watching something and going next. Exactly. 60 seconds of something that you like. And it keeps keeps recommending the things that you like. So then, based on what you like. Yeah. And and sometimes every now and again, they they throw in something you don't just to see you, what you're going to do with it. And you end up, you know, scrolling for an hour, sitting there looking at all these different things. But one person said on TikTok, what is our generation? We are generation... What are we? Generation Z. We're Z. Z. Oh, X. No. Gen X. We're Gen X. I think it is X. We're Gen no, X. We're Gen X. Yeah. We're Gen X. They're millennials. Right. And they were saying the great thing about being Gen X is you have you have just enough just enough of old school to remember what it was like to like play without helmets and go yes, outside when the lights off and all that kind of I stuff. That's mm-hmm. what but you you are well enough versed in being able to use all the technology exactly. so we get the best of both, worlds. The best of both worlds we are able to yeah. adapt we're like great so, chameleons exactly. i was gonna i was gonna say that's the same thing for millennials too and i think that's from like something. 90s to like like early 2000s yeah, I was about yeah. To say, once you get back get to like 2004 it's sort of the same thing because i remember it may not have been the same but we would uh, like we would still go outside and play yeah. do different things mm-hmm. and we also didn't have the internet like it is now mm-hmm. how accessible it is now but then at the same time the internet and its growth in terms of social media mm-hmm. and its usage skyrocketed pat after 2005 and the introduction of the i think it was the ipod 
the iPod? Or the... I think that's when Facebook came out too. Yeah, and Facebook. Oh, yeah, when Facebook once, came once out. Once Facebook yeah. and the iPod and Facebook no different and then... touchpad oh, um, yeah. screens, Blackberries. Mm-hmm. Blackberries. <laughs> once those came out in like 2005, 2006, mm-hmm. the internet skyrocketed in terms of growth. Well, you know, that's. I, I say I'd be a Rhodes Scholar because Me too. the Me things too. we had to do, you guys, I'm doing a project. You had to, Saturday morning, get up. Go to, go the, to the library. library. Encyclopedias. Yes, find your resources. The mm-hmm. Dewey Decimal System and look yes. on it and find the book you need and the read Dewey the book. Decimal. They're like, what? <laughs> the Dewey no, what? We just have to open yeah, up our Yeah, that's what we had to do. And look up something. <laughs> like the things. And then microfiche and microfilm. Yes, that's how we had to research, research things. Research things. Old newspaper articles. Microfilm. Yeah. <laughs> I miss that. I miss. I'm sorry. I'm, they better not ever do away with libraries. With libraries. Yeah. That's the thing. We had all of that. I agree. So all of that, we had to, we had to, you know, you had to, it wasn't at your fingertips. It was not. You had to work Mm -hmm. to get it, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and even, even when I started, we didn't have computers. So it was, you typed your papers. A computer was expensive. Expensive, yeah. And so you had to type your papers and you had to learn how to, so all of those things Mm -hmm. made us, if I had to do school now, they weren't we'll that be old. so nice. If like, right? I'm pretty yeah. sure you could like. Yeah. Did y'all use typewriters? Yeah. Yes. Oh, type. I took yes. a typing class in high school, so I could learn how to type. Same here. Mm-hmm. Type, oh, typewriter. I don't have typewriter. Yes. So I learned yes. how to go. Ding. And don't make a mistake because at first you didn't have white out. White out. No. So you had to start all over. You had to start all. you had to get um the correct the little correct the correct the correct tape, and you'd have to go back and put it right near the letter was and, and hit, hit the, the letter. letter again to cover it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> even as, even I, so see, dating myself as a teacher, we didn't have copiers. We had mimeograms. And so what mimeograms were, you would take whatever you typed mm-hmm. and you would put it between this, um, paper that had blue ink because okay. you would get the blue ink all over your hands and you put it on this mimeo machine and you run it through the mimeo machine like this with your mm-hmm. hand circling it around and it'll go around a barrel mm-hmm. and imprint it on paper on this blue ink and then you had to let it cool off because if you gave it to the kids hot all the blue ink would be I on remember the kids that hand. I remember that yeah mm-hmm. see I remember that myself. look at their faces yep. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like a lot I knew something. It was, but for us back then, it wasn't. That was just the norm. That's how you worked. That was norm. Which is why we said we'd be world scholars now, because now Google, tell me the exact location of, tell me the statistical. But then here's the thing. (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Now playing devil's advocate, there's now so much information to go through. That is true. A lot of fake things too. There are fake things. There are memes. There are bad websites. Websites with viruses that you have to be careful of. Yeah, you got to be careful. And you sort and there's different tricks and schematics around it and there's also so many money tricks that's around true, it, like a true. vpn mm-hmm. it's helpful but it also costs money mm-hmm. monthly to keep it well mm-hmm. then doesn't that make us better arbiters of truth we had more truth on our side we did yeah. we, definitely there, yeah, definitely. we didn't have that that I feel, I feel as though the fact that you had to spend time especially making the books and like you guys said then finding the books and mm-hmm. reading it and doing that research definitely allows for there to be more truth because if you're going to spend time doing something that large of a scale mm-hmm. you're going to want the truth to be yeah, it's going to be very factual whereas now mm-hmm. you can do it with a with a program and a code and type put and enter everything can change in mm-hmm. a matter of seconds like wikipedia yeah wikipedia that's definitely not a reputable site to right. get information you can have a random person me christian mm-hmm. any one of you go on wikipedia 
look up Marvin Gaye. Mm-hmm. Put in your account, change you everything change about it. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's crazy. And that's everything, the, and, and that's think, a simple program. There, you can do that with multiple websites too. And I think that to that end, that's why I say that would be much more the time when we grew up and yeah it was a it and also too you know as much as there was even to the point where if we talk about social situations now it is everywhere to the point where you know sometimes you're like i can't watch sometimes i'm like i can't watch the news yeah you need a break i need Mm -hmm. a break it seems simpler right yeah because we know it was happening it's not like you didn't know it was happening there was use of Hawkins. There was, yeah. so you knew it was happening, mm-hmm. but it wasn't in your face. It wasn't televised. It wasn't televised mm-hmm. because we Actually, grew up, yeah. you know, in your area. So mm-hmm. you knew it was happening. So you knew it was happening in your area. <coughs> you knew what you saw in your area. Yeah. But it wasn't like you didn't know it was happening also in Philly. Exactly. And in California. Mm-hmm. And in this place. And, and in that place. And this, but no, just not even though over that way. Just yeah. here. In, yeah. in, in this place, in that place, in this place, in that place, in this place, in that place. But I think in a way that's kind of a positive that is, is being um, um, put on social media mm-hmm. because now everyone's aware. Like, oh, this is happening, then, yeah. you know? So things can start to change, change where it can make things better, hopefully. That's the one thing I do yeah. think your generation but at the Even same time, better. because okay. you can do anything, and somebody will take out their phone and film oh, you, yeah. and like yeah, you're on camera. But... So you going to keep doing that or what? You know, so <laughs> yeah. some, it becomes sometimes it could become too much. It like does. the problem with that is because we, t- I remember a class we had Mr. Fort yeah. in uh, middle school, and we were talking about how there were like so many things happening at the same time with like riots and shootings and all this that because there's so many things, we kind of care less because. It's just like you get getting sensitized. Yeah, we're just like, getting numb yeah, to it. It was yeah. like this. This is just becoming like a part of life, and it probably always was. We just weren't exposed to it. Exactly. But now that it is, then, yeah. at yeah. the same time, that's sort of why I gave up social media at the beginning of 2021 because during the whole, like you said, rioting, and this, at first it was a good thing because you, like you said, you were people were now being acknowledged to it. People can now help out and spread yeah, the awareness stop it. Yeah. especially in foreign countries that don't have that mm-hmm. that didn't have that option before but because of social media they're now like in Russia mm-hmm. because of social media people are now beginning to riot and trying to change what's happening in their country mm-hmm. and things like that however after a while you get to a point where people are just using a false narrative Mm. to drive a point to get likes to get follows to get retweets because it all makes them money and helps the algorithm in terms Mm -hmm. of social media Mm -hmm. it gains them a following so then let's say you see something on social media by um just an account Mm -hmm. really that wants more likes and follows they can post something like that where Mm -hmm. it may not be a hundred percent true but some of it it's true, and they twist it to make it seem worse than it is, or to make it seem to that less worse than it is. Yeah. And then it can twist your own opinion and your own that's true sight on that matter. Mm-hmm. And after months and months of that negativity, I'm going on Instagram, going to my friend's story, and just seeing a bunch of negativity mm-hmm. between the world, hunger, animals, humans. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. It's, it's a, a lot. lot. It's mm-hmm. a lot. And then just like drama going on. Just exactly. Including the high school drama. And then high school drama. Including Which your is own true. Drama. And that's yeah. why for and them. Including your own life. I was like, I can't do this anymore. And stop. Yeah. 
I just had to leave social media for that. Yeah, that's true. For them, we we had a simpler time because we, I definitely agree. Yeah, we mm-hmm. had a simpler time because while it while it was that while we knew what was going on, you still had your neighborhood. You had your right. neighborhood. Mm-hmm. You had your, you know, your neighborhood had their block parties mm-hmm. and their basement parties. That's right. And you still yeah. had that that your, as you call it, your love in mm-hmm. your neighborhood, mm-hmm. and so while all of that was going on, you guys are bombarded. Yeah with information like bombarded right everything has its good and bad mm-hmm. it does everything it has does. its good and bad it definitely yeah. does i will say though the internet has definitely helped with you know, like yeah well, during covid or just in general in general in general, general. The, especially i'm just used to my ask that's the first thing that comes to my mind same, right same. but khan's academy Oh yeah, Khan's Academy is if great. If I didn't understand something in class, I could hop over to Khan's Academy or a crash course on YouTube or yes, so many tutorials yes. on YouTube. Yeah. And just there's so many other resources to help. Every time I That's scroll in the comments of like a YouTube video of like something about math I'm trying to learn, everyone in the comments just keeps saying, oh, I'm so glad you had because my professor just didn't explain this yeah. well at all. Yeah. It's just like and wow. It, like you said, it might be because they may not have time to have to rush through the curriculum mm-hmm. and didn't get the amount of time to spend on that subject, or they might just be a bad teacher. It's there possible. Are bad teachers. There are. Mm-hmm. Yes, there are. Yes, so, there are. <laughs> so in that sense, you have the internet to, to kind of help, help you yeah. pass. Yeah. <laughs> Everything has its positives and its negatives. Everything has its benefits. I think your generation, the hope is that because of all that information, Mm -hmm. because now, you know, things that we sought out to learn for ourselves. Like I remember someone asking, um, do you know who invented the filament of the light bulb? And this was at a teacher's meeting Mm -hmm. just recently. And there were people like, no, no. And they didn't know Lewis Latimer. Mm -hmm. They didn't know who Lewis Latimer was. And so, you know, that information, that information, even in that, like that, that information is something where now you guys are more aware. There's so many people who are more aware of other people's Mm -hmm. culture that weren't before. My parents would talk about they came from the Caribbean. So they would talk about walking around and speaking and everybody would say, oh, are you from Jamaica? Because that was the only Caribbean country they knew at the time, right? Mm-hmm. It was Jamaica. This is, mm-hmm. you're talking about the 70s, right? They only knew of Jamaica. Yeah. They only heard of Jamaica. No, I'm not from Jamaica. Like, that was that. <laughs> yeah. You know, and so. Well, the same thing with uh, now you know, yeah, uh, yeah, now you know, you know, now you know there's St. Kitts and Barbuda and mm-hmm. Barbados and Trinidad and Tobago. And so, like, the knowledge, I think that is the one benefit you guys have. Ever. Yeah. Have a leg up. You you can learn about anything. Anything. Just like that. Tip you of your fingers. Mm-hmm. And you can learn. I, I was looking at a, a program on there that teaches you how to produce music. Right, yeah. like you can, it gives you the tools mm-hmm. and the resources, and, and, it's, and it, it came from a college course, but they just put it online. Okay, and you can pay money for it and just take the course. Oh, wow, and I was like, that's insane! You don't have to go to an actual university, yeah, to, yeah, to you do just it. learn it online. That's cool. So, just you know, technology is crazy the speed at which it grew, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, even you know. As a reading teacher, it kind of disheartens me that people don't read books. Thank you, Christian. No I'm glad you said that because, <laughs> you know, you have like your tablet where you can read. And I was just talking to my mom the other day and we can easily order a book and just have it downloaded on our tablet. Yeah. But I like to actually have, have the physical book, book yes. and right. turn the page and read, you know. <laughs> I, mean, I actually, because 
I I was like uh, you you uh, I can't talk. I was like you guys. So I like paperbacks and hardcovers because it just like feels good. To, yeah. yeah. But then I started reading ebooks because sometimes they, like the cost of like paperbacks and hardcovers were a little too much. Yeah. And the ebooks were just like most of them were just cheaper. So I just tried it out. You can also find them on like a PDF for free. Yeah. Yeah, you can. And yeah. they're fine. And mm-hmm. there's audiobooks. But then I think just physical is just better all around, to be honest. Well, you know, and that's why people don't go to the library. But, you know, yeah. you get those books free at the library. Get them for two weeks and then you mm-hmm. take them back. Because if you true, look, true. That's you know. two weeks. I'm a slow reader. I, I need a You book. can always go back to the library <laughs> and renew, renew it. it. It's called renew. <laughs> yes. Re, like again, new. <laughs> <laughs> like new again, right? Like new again. <laughs> generation. Yeah, everyone, everyone. I got to get out of bed and go to the library to then read it. Oh my god! No, actually, you don't. You can do it online. Actually, ha! Yes, you can join the library and you can actually oh, right. do it online. online. Yeah, you can actually go online. You can go into your library. You can get the book, but you can go onto your library card online. I mean, it also helps if the school has a library because my school doesn't. Yeah, that helps too. Yeah. But it okay. depends what they have. If they don't have what you like, then that's so, true. Yeah. Going to the library used to be like so exciting to go and you see all these books and you get to pick out like multiple books that you can take home. Even when you were younger, remember I would take you and Kiara to that's a sister. Those are simple. Times. I would take them to borders and I would just let them go in the children's area, pick out a book <laughs> while I'm picking out my books. I thought that was like no, exciting. It, it it, it was a good time. Even when Mom was taking me to Barnes and Noble. Yeah, Barnes and Noble. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and work and uh, me and my friend and uh, her brother, we would all go upstairs and pick out either a comic or a manga and just read. And just all read, day. and it helps with your imagination, you know. Yeah, it, it does. Definitely does. Simpler times back then. <laughs> These are so complicated now. <laughs> I think I think we just all need to. I don't, I don't even know. Just like look at situations from a different perspective. Because I know like, and especially like in high school, sometimes people will come to me with like a problem and then I'll try, I'll just like give them a solution from my perspective. And it's just like simple, like yeah. so simple. Not only that, but then they take such an offense to it. I don't know if you've had this experience, but someone would come to you with their problems in high school and you try and give them an honest friend, like, yo, you might be in the wrong here. But since you're saying something that they don't want to hear, yeah. They get upset. And you're there like, well, it wasn't that hard to figure out. Okay. You're just, you're just there like, oh, well, I guess. I try. I, I try. But... Well, you see, that's the same. Yeah, that, that's, that's the same. same. That yeah. hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. That, that again is, you know, the idea of human nature. Mm-hmm. That part hasn't changed. Yeah, that, I don't think that would ever change. That will yeah. Never, yeah, that will never change. But I, yeah, I'm much more prefer high school to be like. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think that we, I think that we came up like in our generation at like probably the best time because we were like in the early two thousands, so we still had like. We came at the end. We we saw our phones, but it wasn't like, it wasn't like readily available for us to have phones, so we still like interacted with people. I did not have a tablet, computer, or iPad until I was in fourth or fifth grade. Yeah, yeah. Preschool all the way to third grade. I was. Yeah, now the little four year olds have a tablet. I'm like, I don't have an iPad, but you do. (laughs) Even phones. Or AirPods or Beats and things like that. Yeah. Eight. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I was running a track. What are you doing, bro? You play a video game? Yeah. They're on Instagram. They're on Instagram. And on TikTok. I'm like, you should not be on any social media until 13. Not even, I say high school, but. Yeah. 
we're getting close to 30 minutes. So, yeah, a, this is a good podcast. Mm-hmm. It was great, insightful. We hope to have you guys on here again. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Thank you for yeah, inviting fun. us. Yes, thank you. Uh, we hope thank you guys you. enjoyed. Uh, if you like, you know, give us different feedback on our Instagram. Continue and, listening. All that. Yep. It's at supporting. the Campfire Podcast. And we will see you guys later. Peace. Goodbye.